choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. What up, what up, what up, what up, y'all? This is Kells. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Radio, episode 144. I'm Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. And what up? So, just so y'all know, I just did an episode Saturday. It is now Wednesday, so not much has occurred between those two dates. So this will be a shorter than normal episode, but we'll try to get it to a decent uh, amount of time. So, let's get started. First with the yours and negative, and it's going out to Representative Rosa, get her name right, Delaro, a Democrat from Connecticut who was fed completely all the way to the tippy top up with Betsy Devos and her nonsense Davos, Davos, however you say her name and her fucking nonsense and her bullshit and her not knowing nothing and Senator I did not, Senator I do not, she was just fed up with it she dragged her for about three minutes on the issue of um the federal government, you know, these Republicans, they all states rights this and states rights that, but they're trying to preempt the states who have passed legislation trying to target um, predatory school loan lenders and such. And she just dragged her for Phil for three minutes and she had just had it and she had was holding up papers and had all kind of receipts and just was demanding answers and Betsy just did not have them as always. So um, I don't know if you can Google it, check it out, but it was great. Shout out to you, Rosa. Um, alright, so moving on to current events. First one is this snow, fuck it. Uh, whatever, it's, it's still snowing. I don't know, it's not really, I don't, I'm not been outside, so I don't know the temperature. It's sticking a little bit, but my air conditioner gauge, which is how much snow is piled up on top of the air conditioner, it looks about two inches, so I don't know what's on the ground, but it seems like it's not cold enough for it to stick. It's still snowing, though, so this is more substantial than the other ones, but I still don't think it's all they said it was going to be, but whatever it's going to be, hope it's the last one, it's one, done, get it out the way, spring is here, like, ugh, I'm so tired of this weather, and like, ugh, I just got to, I got to, I got to put this plan into motion, so I can get the fuck up out of here and get back to the West Coast, should have never left, but oh well, fuck snow, um, so, moving on, so last, I think it was two episodes ago, I went through the Ayala Fix My Life, so there was another one on now, this is a, um, three-part series of involving, um, it's like seven brothers, I think, it's a whole bunch of brothers, maybe six, one is in jail and one is dead, whole bunch of brothers, basically was spent all their lives in foster care because both their parents was dope fiends, I'm not gonna go into detail on it, like, y'all can watch it if I want to, but we're just watching it though so the first episode they, they bring their father in the second episode they bring their mother in briefly but the third episode is going to focus on the mother and they have a sister too like a half half sister I think also but it's just like yo I these parents who be dr- dr- drugging and doing whatever and neglecting their kids to the point they got to get put in foster care or they on the streets or whatever the case is 
they love, love, love to, to get sober at 50 or 60 or however old they are after they hold they kids that went through struggle and strife and climbed out the best they could and doing the best they could and sometimes not doing good at all, sometimes doing really well, sometimes doing bad, but, you know, just getting by and surviving the best they can. They love coming around when they, like, all, you know, in a situation they feel like, you know, is good, and now everybody just got, we got to be a family, and we got to have a relationship, and we got to be a bond, and I know I'm sorry, but, you know, I want to move on from now, can we just put that in the past? Niggas that do fuck shit, that fuck, do terrible, awful shit, always want to put shit in the past. They don't ever want to address it, they don't ever want to talk about it, they just want to say sorry and put it in the past. Put it in, how we, no, nigga, like, you done did what the fuck you want to do, and now you tired, or you just can't find no more drugs, or your vein is collapsed, or just the, the price on crack is too high, and you just can't afford it. Now, because you want to decide you want to get your life together, everybody else is supposed to fall in line. And it was just the same thing, and then, like, they never, they always play dumb, they always play stupid, like, one, the oldest boy is, like, slow, or something's wrong with him, I don't know, he's slow, and because he was born addicted to drugs, so Ayala's asking the father, like, hey, um, you know, so what happened with the son, I don't know, like, what you mean you don't know, you, you, you don't know he's developmentally challenged, yeah, so what happened, I don't know, what you mean, y'all was on drugs, he was born addicted to drugs, like, what, like, Come on, dude. Like, it's, you, you sound dumb. Then he, so then he, she brought the father with the sons, and the sons, you know, was saying whatever they had to say, and one of them started complaining, and the dude just gonna get up and leave. And Ayanna was like, no, 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 no. You're not getting up and leaving. Like, you're gonna sit here, and you're gonna listen to it. Like, what you doing? Like, you just gonna walk out? Like, what the fuck? Like, long story short, I hate trash parents. I hate trash parents. I hate drug addicts. I hate the motherfucking parents that, just fucking have kids and neglect them and have them all to and fro and foster care and here and get molested and whatever and just the case and don't be giving a fuck until they just get too old and now they can't rip and run and now everybody just support drug addicts are selfish they don't think about nobody but themselves they play the victim and you know I just it, it just I, I could barely watch it cause when it was just the boys I could I could watch it, but when they brought them parents in I was like this shit is getting my pressure up cause these parents are trash and like continuing to be trash, and just, like, you should just, I don't think having children is the fundamental right, man, you shouldn't be able to bring human beings into this world, and just destroy them, and not take care of them, just because, like, I just think it should be some kind of rules and regulations, anyway, that's it on Ayala, so, um, what's next, all of these are really short, what's this say, um, Oh, so your president, who I don't like to talk about, but I just want to mention, so Stormy Daniels, who people are calling a porn star, I'm not calling her a porn star, I'm just going to call her by name, is the first one to come forward, she signed an NDA, and she's saying that she wants to talk and tell what happened, and that they threatened her to not say anything prior to the election, and they paid her off with campaign funds, which is illegal, to stay quiet prior to the election, she started it, but now there's like a string of other women coming forward, saying they want to break their NDAs and talk, and listen, you know, the time to say that, like, y'all signed the NDAs for what? For money? Basically, is what it was, and now, because it's the hot thing to do, or whatever, I don't know, you mad about whatever, now you want to come, I just, I'm tired, I'm so tired of people, I'm tired of people not being shit, I'm tired of people just being the fucking worst, like, I'm tired of people just not having no fucking courage, and no fucking moral turpitude, and just no fucking need, or 
urge to do what is fucking right. The right thing to do is, hey, this guy that's running for president, that's talking all this shit, that's causing all these problems, is actually full of shit, and cheats on his wife, and cheated with me last night, and let me tell you what happened, Leslie stall 60 Minutes, whoever the fuck it's gonna be. Like, that's the right thing to do, but y'all don't do that until you think there's a benefit for you, or, you know, it's just no other choice, and now you want everybody to stand up and applaud for you. I'm sick of it, I'm tired of it, James Comey's not a hero, these women are not heroes, McCabe's not a hero, because y'all didn't feel pressed to do the right thing until it affected you personally, and, and that's just, that's just shitty, that's just shitty personhood, it just is, like, you should do, and I ain't no boy scout, and I know sometimes, you know, doing the right thing ain't gonna do nothing but come back on you, but when you're a public service servant, and you spent your life to public service, and you sworn a duty and oath to protect your country, and, and I just feel like, I just feel like that's what you should do, and I don't feel like all this bullshit that's going on should occur if people would just do the right thing, like, it, it you know, it, wouldn't it, all this y'all fired down, all the shit y'all going through, y'all could have prevented all of this by just speaking up and saying what was going on, and maybe he wouldn't have won, and then you would have been just fine, so, y'all not getting no cookies from me, because I think all of y'all are terrible people, and I'm just tired of terrible people, and I don't know when it's gonna, maybe we just won't ever, like, I don't know when we're gonna get back to where, you know, people have to know things, and people have to be smart, and people are not given credit just for doing the bare fucking minimum, the bare basics, and just, people wanna be celebrated for just doing the bare minimum, I don't know when we're gonna get back to that, I don't know when people, I don't know, I don't know when smart people are gonna get back in charge, I don't know when real journalism is gonna come back in, I don't know when, you know, real artistry, just, just around, anything you can name, I don't know when it's gonna come back, like, I don't know when authenticity and realness and it's gonna come back, there's pockets here and there, but, you know, the overwhelming wave now is the bullshit, and I'm just, I'm so worn out by it, I don't know what to do, um, okay, so, the Austin Bomber, so I had all this story about the Austin Bomber, but the dude, apparently, uh, they, narrowed in on him last night, and he was surrounded by cops and blew himself, well, they say he blew up, I don't know if he blew himself up, or he got blown up, or something went wrong, and he blew up, but he blew up, now, you know, the conspiracy theories are ripe around this, and I totally understand it, because any the same thing with that Dallas shooter, anytime they talk about somebody blew up, it just sounds like a lie, and how could we verify, we gotta take y'all word for it, because it ain't nobody, nobody saw it, but this one, I kinda think it's probably true, because it would make sense that a person who's planting bombs, when finally surrounded, would blow themselves up, you know what I mean, it's not like, it's not like they just, like with the Dallas shooter, he had a rifle, right, so you'd be like, oh, if you, you know, you would, if they said he shot himself or something like that, that would make sense, if they said he blew himself up with a bomb, you'd be like, wait a minute, where the bomb coming at, that sounds a little shady, so, it can still be bullshit, who knows, um, but they say he blew himself up, so, and they say they got the right guy, so I take their word for it, but the thing that's funny about it is, so, the, um, bombs were targeting, uh, well-off black folks, and, you know, the news is winning over backwards, not calling it anything, just, oh, we have these random bombings that happen to be targeting black people, we don't know the motive, um, fucking Sarah Sanders, oh, we have no indication it's tied to terrorism, really? chances are it's a white supremacist dude targeting black people That's, that doesn't qualify as terrorism, of course not because it's not a Muslim, so if it's not a Muslim brown person doing it, then it can't be terrorism right, because they're the only ones that terrorize the poor whites, 
So, again, bunch of bullshit, but I just wanted to mention it because at the time it was still going on, and I think they were up to five. Um, and then there was one other, but they said it was incendiary advice, and they didn't think it was related, but I, I had questions for that, but I don't know. I don't know how they determined it wasn't related. I mean, who was so it was just a a random incendiary vice laying around, like, y'all don't, it just was, you know, in the street, like, nobody left it or whatever, so, but whatever, I, I, I do think that that was him, um, it's not even been 12 hours, and they were already putting out stories about how he was an angel and come from a normal family, and it's just like the jig, man, like, the jig is so sky high, and it's like, it's, you, you get tired of pointing at, like, your arms got to be tired, your arms got to be tired of just constantly pointing, like, what about this, what about that, what about that, like, got to be, right? I I just don't, I don't know how much far we can go with this bullshit, like, pretending like this shit ain't just the dumb, just the most fucked up shit ever, but, uh, apparently a long way. Um, oh, I already did that one. So, your first lady has decided that the call, most first ladies take up causes for Michelle Obama was like eating healthy for Laura Bush who was a teacher was like um, education for Hillary Clinton it was like healthcare and like all the other thousands of things she did and for Barbara Bush I don't remember what it was but most first ladies always have like an initiative or, or a topic or a thing they want to push forward and you know it's usually you know, something along those lines. So, Melania Trump, wife of Donald Trump, who calls Mexicans rapists and killers and is on Twitter all day just being the worst, decides she wants to take up cyberbullying and online bullying and anti-bullying and just bullying in general. That wants to be her cause. Now listen, girl, far be it from me to tell you what your cause should be and what you should do um, people have been complaining that as a first lady, you wasn't doing the goddamn thing with sitting back, but I was fine with that. I was fine with you not doing the goddamn thing sitting back because your whole family is crazy. None of y'all should be up in there. We don't even want to deal with what your husband's doing, we, let alone anything that you want to come up with. So I was fine with you just not doing nothing because, you know, quite frankly, I don't think you have anything to offer anyway, so please don't bother us. But see, now you're bothering us, and you come with this anti-bullying. When your husband that these white people voted for president who is now leader of the free world it's one of the biggest bullies there is and a, a, just a fucking know nothing idiotic idiot who just says dumb things out of his mouth just to say them and you want to be anti-bullying now perhaps you're trying to, perhaps this is a massive drag and you tired of that nigga and you ready to go and you been ready to go and you just doing this just to like you know the ultimate irony like yes I know that's why I'm doing this anti-bullying cause fuck him perhaps but it ain't coming over that way, sis. So if that's how you mean it, you need to illustrate that clearly and, um, you know, just shade the shit out of them. So I, but I won't be here for it either way, but if that's what she ends up doing, somebody can let me know because I won't be listening regardless. But I just, if that ain't, if that ain't the kettle calling the, the pan, I, I don't know what it is. Um, what? Oh. So, you know, all of us on Twitter and on other social media, um, you know, talk daily about how tired we've become of some of the fake wokes, the arbor, the self-appointed arbiters of blacks, just the clowns, the coons, the nignogs, and the, you know, hoo-hahs, just every fucking dumbass in the world we're tired of on Twitter. And lo and behold, 
after this huge, I mean, there's been many debates, but after this huge debate recently about Bruno Mars and appropriation and all the thousand other dumbass debates y'all getting into, the colorism and this and that and the third, that everybody and their goddamn mama's tired of engaging y'all about and tired of y'all having on the TL and we wish y'all would go take a class or get some therapy or write a paper or whatever you gotta do and leave us the fuck alone because we're tired of discussing these topics, right? Come to find out yesterday or the day before, no, yesterday, an article comes out that um, they had a some kind of election in Chicago. I don't know what it was for, and I don't know what level it is. But statistics show that 3% of millennials showed up to vote. 3%. So, you know, y'all was on the tweets, and y'all on the Facebook, and y'all got so much to say, and y'all want to tell people what they can play and can't play, and who belongs to this and who belongs to that, even though y'all don't know nothing beyond y'all 25 years of life, and God forbid you Google and find anything out. Um, y'all swear y'all the first blacks that ever black, the first youth that ever youth, and ain't nobody did nothing before y'all, nothing occurred before y'all, nobody thought of these things before y'all, um, but y'all not voting, and quite frankly, that's why a lot of us don't engage you, and don't want to bother with you, and just dismiss y'all outright, because y'all full of shit, basically, all y'all do is talk, amongst each others, with friends that thinks just like you, in your echo chamber, y'all use these big ass words, and these fucking stupid ass concepts, that I don't know where you got them, cause you the, cause you the oh, everything I say is important in my opinion, and how I feel, generation and generation me as I call them, that's what y'all came up for, that's how y'all were raised, and that's what y'all think it's all about, just sitting around talking and throwing your feelings in the air, and just being objective, and finding everything problematic and bullshit, but when it comes time to actually affect the difference, in fact change, y'all not there, so I don't know what's gonna happen in 2020, but I don't got no faith in, in American people, and certainly not these full of shit young folks because all y'all do is talk and all y'all do is gab and all of y'all grew up y'all didn't play outside y'all didn't have no friends y'all never came off the porch and all y'all do is sit around on these little internets and little whatever with y'all other little fucking I don't know friends and talk this shit to people that saying shit to people that you would never say to their face so fuck y'all very much y'all better go vote which brings me to my last topic um so Miranda Cynthia Nixon from Sex in the City has decided she wants to challenge Mario Cuomo for governor <sighs> so many things to say about this but the thing I will say is this I'm sure she means well and I'm sure, you know, she feels bad about the situation and maybe even looked around at the subway that's always late and, and all the shit wrong in New York City and said, you know what, fuck, I could do this. I could do at least this. I can't do no worse. So let me run for governor. Perhaps, perhaps that's what she did. Um, But if after all that has occurred thus far and will continue to occur and that occurs like every fucking five minutes has not convinced you that, number one, you don't need to be voting no celebrities into office, and you certainly don't need to be voting no celebrities with no experience in public service or, or government whatsoever into office. If, if all of this that has occurred has not convinced you of that, then you're part of the problem, and I don't know what to tell you. 
because as I have said many, many, many times, governing is an important job. It is, a, it is serving the public. It is not being a celebrity. It is not getting ratings. It is not having people like you, although it helps. It's, it's a serious job. It's something that people have to be really wanting to do, and it requires a lot of sacrifice, and it requires a lot of work. And it's not something that you get governor of New York State, one of the most populous states in the country with the, probably, I'm sure, biggest budgets, biggest tax bases, whatever you, whatever it is, you can't get up off the couch one day and decide, you know what, I'm going to run for governor. It just, it's, it's, it's the same thing I said with Oprah. And Oprah is capable, competent woman. She has accomplished many things. But if she ain't ready for president, Ain't none of y'all ready for elected office, okay? Because y'all ain't, not many of y'all have accomplished what Oprah has, has accomplished, okay? It's a serious job. You need experience. You need experience governing. Does it have to be as an elected official? No. City council, school, help, mayor. Run for mayor, sis. Try that first, okay? That's also out of your league, but I mean, you might can do it. De Blasio did it, so I mean, if he, worst mayor ever, if he can do it, you can do it. You know, try that. Learn that. Learn the principles. Learn the player. Learn how it works. Learn how to budget. Learn where to, you got to learn. Like, you can't just be governor. And don't, and people like, oh, well, you know, don't, experience don't matter. That's, in no other aspect of life do people say experience does not matter, except for government positions where people have the authority and the power to make decisions that affect why it's everybody's life for decades, and you're going to say that that's the job you don't need experience for. That's the guy we want in there that don't know shit about shit. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. That's what y'all said with Trump, and look. And unfortunately for us, not only is he not qualified and, and have no experience, he's also a fucking idiot. Because if he wasn't a, a complete total jackass, he could do better than what he's doing. You know, Obama didn't have a lot of experience, but he had experience, and I think the, 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 the lack of experience that he did have was evident in his first four years. It took him a lot of muddling around to figure things out, and some things he still never figured out because he, he went down with the faith of the American people all the way up till Donald Trump winning on election night. So, whatever on that, but the point is, like, it's, I just, I'm worried, I mean, actually, I'm not worried, I, I'm, I'm resigned, to the point where if, and I know it's been, you know, elections where blue, blue people are taking, uh, sorry, Democrats are taking over, and, and dishes that are won by Trump, but I don't know how much we can, I don't know how much we can attribute to that with all the things we know that happened with this past election, people just not voting. Like, I don't know if that's doing good or if it's just doing what we were supposed to do in the first place. And if it's doing what we were supposed to do in the first place, then there's that's nothing to stop us from doing the same dumb shit again because, you know, we're not really addressing the issues that got us there in the first place. A little bit is creeping out. They're starting to investigate Facebook and Cambridge Analytics, but it's like, I don't know, I just, I don't have faith in people, and I'm just resigned that, you know, they're gonna have to get him, they're gonna have to impeach him some kind of way, and if they don't, we're gonna be stuck with this dude, and, um, you know, the best chances of us impeaching him is for Democrats to take out the House and the Senate, but I, I don't, I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it, because they, ugh, they, they the worst ones, like, they insisted on Nancy Pelosi, who's still running a playbook from the fucking early, late 80s, early 90s. Um, they're not engaging to young folks. They're not 
catching on to the things we care about. Student loan for day on this this uh, dreamers. I told y'all how I feel about the dreamers before. I'm sorry, no offense, but that is not an issue that is high up on my list as an American taxpaying citizen and shouldn't be high up on anybody else's with the state that we in. Okay. Um, it's just. I, I, I'm just, I don't, I will be surprised if it gets better is what I'll say. I don't, not that I don't think, I think they can get, get rid of Trump. I think some things have to happen, but they will be able to, but like, what's going to happen then? Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that have to occur to get us back on track. And I don't know if they ever will. And I don't know how long they'll take. And I don't know how far, how, how fucked up we going to be until they get in place. So I don't know if this is a blip. Or if it's, you know, the start of the fall of Republic. Sometimes you think it's a blip. I mean, honestly, on some days, I think, oh, the court, put it like this. The courts are one system of government that has been holding up. The courts have consistently told your man, get out of here. Because the courts don't work off of Fox News logic. And the courts work off of law and precedence and jurisprudence and rules and regulations. And they abide by them. So, so far, they've been telling your man to get out of here, but they've been the only ones, right? So, part of me thinks that this is just a blip, but even if it is a blip, like, I'm not sure that we're going to learn anything from it, because I would say, oh, this is a blip, this is a worst-case scenario we saw, we'll make sure that we never did this again, but I'm not sure that's true, because I still people see people flying straight ahead, 200 miles per hour, stuck on stupid, ain't chains, ain't adjusted, ain't shifted gears, nothing, just still flying straight ahead, stuck on stupid, I don't need experience, oh, Bernie, oh, this... Hillary was a bad candidate, all this, just just the same bullshit that y'all been peddling since, you know, y'all ushered in this catastrophe, so, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not optimistic, even even if it is a blip, I don't know what comes after, I I don't know if we correct, I don't know how we correct, I don't know who we correct with, um, it's, we just, we should have never ever done this, but I mean, we've done it now, so there's no need to say that, but it's just, it's so hard to accept, because it was so easy, this was so easy, like, only if, you gotta be the biggest fucking moron in all the universes to vote for Donald Trump, what are you doing? How dumb can you be? And yeah, I know, it's like, they, oh, they, you know, the fake news, and they use it, I get it, but like, they were able to use that data because they knew you were stupid already. They were like, look at this country full of stupid, ignorant, racist-ass people who refuse to learn, who refuse to read anything, who just sit and watch this stupid-ass network and, and, and soak up everything they say and let them tell them how to think, and we could use that. Because that's how, that's what everybody in our country does, they dumb by fucking default, and we get to do everything we want here, so let's go take it to America, because they ain't gonna do shit anyway, and I mean that's what occurs, so it's like, yeah, they did some manipulation, but they were able to manipulate us because we're just dumb, and we, and we're still, like, we're still doing it so that's why I'm like, I don't even it's hard to even say what's gonna occur, because I don't see anybody learning anything, I see people just full blazing with the same dumps just do just yesterday you know, I he tweeted, the Cambridge Analytics story was breaking. Oh, the Cambridge Analytic uh, Analytics company um, used exploited Facebook data to, to target uh, prime voters. 
yet Hillary was a terrible candidate, but I don't understand how that makes sense in a sentence. I don't understand how in one breath you say this company financed by who knows who, Russia, to use, illegally use Facebook subscribers' personal information to target and exploit them to vote for Trump, and then in the same sentence say, but Hillary is a, t- is a terrible candidate. It can't be both ways. If she was a terrible candidate, then you wouldn't need to do all that to, to, to beat her. You would have just she would have just lost on her own. She, she even, and even with all that you did, she still got millions more votes. So it's what I'm saying. It's like these same echo chambers, these same statements that people just keep repeating as if they're fact and they're not, they're not fact. And they're contrary to things that we know, but you just keep repeating. And these are journalist people. And like, you know, 90, what is it? 93% of black people that didn't vote for Trump. We didn't vote for Trump for obvious reasons because we knew that that shit was a bunch of bullshit aimed to, 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 um, kick up racist tensions and have these fucking white people who are upset about Obama and whoever knows what else and just want to blame somebody else for being losers. We knew that. And that's why we didn't vote for him. And it's like, everybody else is acting like this, such a mystery and it's economic anxiety and it's all this bullshit. It, it, like y'all, <laughs> y'all just, y'all, until y'all white guys and gals get it through your head that this ain't had nothing to do with her being a bad candidate this ain't had nothing to do with economic anxiety, it had nothing to do with none of that shit, cause has Trump been good for the economy? not really, what policies has he passed, the only policy he's trying to pass is tariffs, which even his own party says is going to be a nightmare, and they blocked in the stop, so all, it's nothing he's passed, so whatever is occurring is is from Obama's policies, because your your man has passed nothing, the tax cut, okay, but, um, is anybody, any factories hiring, is any, no, not that I've seen, they did their little Christmas announcements, and then they, oh, we gave everybody a $2 raise for Christmas, but we also laid off 5,000 people at, so, I mean, you know, whatever, it's the jig, we tired of telling y'all, um, so, yes, guys, um, that's it for this episode, I know it's a super well, it's about a half hour, it's just half of, what, an hour, but I mean, oh, I know, I was gonna give y'all an update on Atlanta Monster, but I gave y'all that to before, but I will suggest another podcast to you that I actually started listening to, it's actually really good, it's a new podcast, it's only two episodes, I hate that, I like finding podcasts when they're like old, and it's already like so many seasons, and I can go back and just listen straight through, but it's called Female Criminals, and um, the first two episodes are about Griselda Bronco, now I have seen many movies, specials, documentaries, ID channels, whatever, specials on Griselda Blanco, I watched watched Cocaine Cowboys 1 and 2, to focus on Griselda, um, you know, I I know, I know a lot about her, but this podcast, um, it didn't tell me anything I didn't know, but it's really good, and it it does give more, uh, more into her background in Columbia, Usually they just give you a quick synopsis of Colombia and then they jump to, to Miami. But Griselda went from Colombia to New York. She fled New York in 75 and went to Miami. But Griselda Blanco was, was a G. Griselda Blanco was crazy. And people talk a lot about Pablo Escobar and all these other guys, but I don't know if you know, Griselda Blanco was the one to put Pablo Escobar on. Pablo Escobar was a little small-time uh, carjacker thug. And he met a guy who was working for Griselda. Griselda was the, the the man. It was her and her husband first, but then she had her husband killed. Well, her husband was murdered. Some alleged that she had him killed. Some 
alleged that maybe he just got killed, but either way, she took over the business and it became hers, and she was it. And she, he begged this guy to introduce him to Griselda because he knew he could go into business with her and make money, and she put him on. And then, but Pablo, you know, being Pablo, thought, you know, this was too small time for him and he could do whatever, so him, he started beefing with Griselda, and they beefed ever since, and they basically, Pablo was basically like, I ain't fuck with that crazy bitch, <laughs> I'm just gonna stay in Colombia and do my thing, Griselda had went to Miami, but Griselda was the point of entry for cocaine in the United States, so it all, at that time it all came in through from Miami, from Miami went up to New York, out to LA, Chicago, wherever the point of entry was Miami, and Miami was Griselda um, but listen to it, it's really good, it shows you know, but Griselda um, bought a level of violence to the, the game that kind of blew the whole thing up because if you're a drug dealer or if you're a drug, you know, kingpin for anybody to watch The Wire, you know, the violence and the bodies and all that, that's what's bring the feds that's what bring the feds, but if you can keep it low, you can keep it quiet, you can operate for a long time, and Griselda just, she, she set up the Dateline mall sh- shooting, which before that was unheard of, where basically they just pulled up to a mall liquor store and just sh- shot up the mall and then trying to assassinate guys and whoever else was in the way, but Griselda ticked that up, and she, she made Miami the murder capital of the world, made it really, made the drug game really, really violent, um, she's the one that did that, and just, it's, it's a good, it's only, it's only two episodes, but, um, it's really good, but basically the podcast is going to be on, like, female criminals, but it's focusing on, there's quite a few um, female drug lords, we don't really hear about them, because we hear about the John Gotti's on these guys, but I've told y'all about the show I watch on TV called um, Queen of the South, and that's um, a, a show that's based on Sandra Beltran, who headed the Mexican cartel that came up after the, the Cali and the um, Medellin cartels were taken out in Colombia, the business moved north to uh, Sandra Beltran and her operation. So there's a whole bunch. There's a bunch of. There's Carmelita Jeter who was in uh South Central. There's quite a bit of them. I, I suspect the reason why we don't hear about the women kingpins as much as the men because a lot of them do it right and they don't get caught and they lay low and we never hear of them. And the few that we do hear of are the ones that got caught. But for the most part, um, you know, they lay low. They don't have the bravado. They do their thing and they mind their business. That's probably why we never heard of them. And the other thing is, a lot of these dudes you hear about, the dudes take all the, the take all the credit, but it's really some woman behind the scenes, their wife or their girlfriend, their sister, whatever, that's really actually running the business. That's also the case um, sometimes. But anyway, check it out. It's called Female Criminals. It's really good. Um, I think this week is the last episode for Atlanta Monster. Uh, this last episode wrapping up, and I'm interested to see what the conclusion is going to be. But I already told y'all. It's not, it started out stronger than what I thought it was gonna be, but we'll see what the last episode was. All right, so moving on to Genghis Kicks, and ahead of spring, there's been a lot of, lot of, um, a lot of stuff out. There's a bunch of, not so many variety, but like different colorways. So there's a bunch of Vapor Maxes out. There's Air, um, Air Max Ones coming out. They have these 270s that I keep telling y'all about that are in like wild, just, the colorways keep getting better and better. There's some, um, these Adidas originals, which they kind of dope. I wouldn't wear them, but I know some of y'all like these Adidas. So I'm going to put these, va- and I got a couple women's pairs for y'all. You know, I usually don't put up women's pairs, but they come in with some colors this, this spring. So there's the, um, 
Air Max 97s, which I don't like, and these, like, pastel colors, and I don't know, I'll put these up, but I really don't like these joints, because they're not leather, for one, they're like some kind of cloth material, which I do not like, and, um, you know, but if you like the color scheme, I guess, um, then there's some Air Max 270s, and, um, like a teal turquoise color that are coming out, um, there's some, like, pink, and pink, not coral, because some of y'all be, I put up the coral joints, y'all calling them pink, and not pink, they coral, but these ones are pink, I'll put them up, there's some wolf gray, um, Air Max ones, I always like the wolf gray color, but I haven't, I got them in New Balance, but I haven't got them in anything else, and then there's some just black Air Vapor Max 2s coming out, which are kind of, I don't, I tend not to wear black sneakers in the summertime, sometimes, but, um, this seems like more like a fall winter sneaker for, to me, but it's kind of dope, um, so I'll put those up on my Instagram, which I realize I don't be telling y'all, it's Genghis Kel, same as, um, same as my Twitter, so, G-E-N-G-I-S-K-E-L-L-Z, I put them up, tag them as Genghis Kicks, so, y'all just want to follow me there, uh, that's where I place all the shoes, alright y'all, so, Short episode, not an hour, but I just talked to y'all two days ago, and unfortunately not a lot has happened, so next week we'll be back on schedule, and I'll be back up to my normal hour episode. Alright, so once again, the email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at KMGZ. You can follow me also on Twitter, the podcast at thanks underscore for asking without the G. And um, rate me, like me, comment me, I see y'all on there, thank you, I appreciate it, tell your friends, retweet me, whatever, um, thanks, and see y'all next week, peace.